2009, we made history with the election of President Barack Obama. He called us to service as there remains much work to do to end unemployment, poverty, and crime in our communities. There's so many books on how we can accomplish this. But this year, everyone's raving about this summer's hottest new book, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America by Chicago's own Emmanuel Barbie. A graduate of Northeastern Illinois University, Barbie addresses key ways we back our families and communities. But unlike so many other books on this topic, Barbie captivates his reader, presenting solutions through a riveting life story. It's entertaining, it's different, it's exciting. The perfect book club selection. Don't be left out. Get your copy of The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America. Order today at Amazon.com. Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. My name is Emmanuel Barbie. I'm your host. This video podcast is, is about raising awareness and solving black issues, mobilizing people on my friends list and people in my social groups, as well as group interaction, promoting global black unity, kingdom building, and black empowerment in the 21st century. The grassroots community activist movement stands on the front lines in making black liberation a reality throughout the African diaspora. We address social issues that are important to black people in the black community, community safety, urban violence, unemployment, mass incarceration, failing schools, police brutality, inadequate health care and housing, urban gentrification, and institutionalized racism. This podcast is also about educating Black people by providing a forum in which artists, authors, Black business owners, Black Christian leaders, moderate Muslims, and secular people can, can gather together in a, in a supportive environment. When we say community, we mean it. We are, not affiliated, we are not affiliated with any organizations. We are independent. The grassroots community activist movement incites social change through community engagement and that cultivates knowledge, dialogue, and action within the black community, starting in Chicago. Our vision is to incite empathy, thought, dialogue, and action through our podcast, our future urban Christian film, which is Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. We are on the front lines battling corporate radio on behalf of the black community. I encourage everyone who is listening or watching this video podcast to please subscribe to, to my Mixcloud page, my YouTube channel, and and my link link tree page, which provide the links to all of my um, information. Please share this video podcast with all of your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. I do this show in order to network with everyone on my friends list, everyone in my social groups. It's convenient because you can participate, listen, or watch this video in the private pri privacy of your home. After I finish my presentation, then I will ask my panel to share 
their point of views about the topic. Afterwards, I will open the phone lines to everyone on my friends list for Q&A. You would need to connect with me through Facebook Messenger and the voice call. To participate in this discussion, just click on the phone icon. You have, your voice will be heard. I offer my guest speakers who come on my show with, with an incentive by sharing with them how to create their own podcast and YouTube channel while earning revenue from it. I also assist people on my friends list and people in my social groups with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing, legal services, all for free. I don't ask for any donations. Instead, I encourage people on my friends list and people in my social groups to please support me by purchasing my revised book and share my book information with your family and friends. It's available as an ebook for $9.99 or as a softcover book for $15 plus shipping and handling. The only thing which is preventing me from turning my virtual Christian socialist organization, GRCAM, into a real black Christian business, GRCAI, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute, is the lack of manpower and capital. This is why I turn to social media to get my message out to the public through my YouTube videos, my social groups, my blog postings, my online talk show, my revised book, and now through my future urban Christian film, Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. This is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group in America. Tonight's presentation, Black Unity and Support for My Film Project. Systemic racism is something that has been going on in America for centuries. According to American history books, our ancestors were taken from Africa and placed in a brutal slave system. Convict leasing, Jim Crow, um, redlining, all which perpetuate social and economic discrimination. African Americans or Black Americans was taught to believe in a hypocritical document called the U.S. Constitution. Um, which, st which stated that all men are created equal. But if you would um, read a little further in that constitution, it would say also that as it pertains to black people, we are considered um, three-fifths three human. And so, you know, that's not cool. Um, the deadline has passed for us to wake up Wise up and rise, wise up and and rise up from this willingness mentality, and those on the continent from a colonized mentality. What black unity means is that there is shared responsibility. On a spiritual perspective, according to Zephaniah. Chapter 2, verse 1, it talks about gathering together as a nation. This has always been difficult for black people. We patronize the Chinese and other non-black business, businesses before we patronize our own. We see 
we've seen the videos how Africans are treated in China. We also see how China is slowly across Africa becoming the new colonizer. I'm trying to explain to my members that we have to reject this false narrative about Africa, that Africa is a land full of wars, hunger, disease, and poverty. If, if that was the case, then why are Asians, Europeans, and American corporations migrating there? As I explained in my revised book, the financial elites are, are there to exploit Af African natural resources such as oil, gold, and diamonds. Through the EU, which is the European Union, M the IMF, which is the International Monetary Fund, and the WB, which is the World Bank. Africa needs the diaspora. If we lose the continent, we lose everything. Now is the time to unite, plan, strategize, organize and mobilize. The grassroots community activist movement is ready to take the lead. I just want brave and smart brave and smart brothers and sisters to, to be on my management team to help me move this virtual Christian socialist organization from behind a computer starting in Chicago. According to Isaiah chapter 13, verse Chapter 13, verse 14, um, this is kind of what, this is what it says. And it shall be as the, ch the chass rope, and as a sheep that no man taketh up. They shall every man turn to his own people and flee every, everyone into his own land. Um, I'm going to ask people to read uh, Genesis chapter 15, verse 13 through 14. And, um, you know, basically, uh, I'm just paraphrasing. It's talking about the uh, the 400 years of affliction, how um, the Lord um, allowed, um, I'm just going to say, our ancestors to be in a strange land. And that after the 400 years, um, they were able to um, generate uh, great wealth and leave out of that land. And um, according to Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 68, um, it says that, um, I'm just paraphrasing, Just you're going to have to read that for yourself. Um, it talks about um, that you you will be in Egypt again, that you will be taken back into Egypt. And far as I'm concerned, my interpretation of that um, uh, verse is that um, America is the new uh, Egypt, and it doesn't make sense whatsoever that we as black people, I would say, Black Americans or African Americans have to continue to march and protest for basic um, protection under the law. I mean, you know, we've been here for 400 years in this country. Um, our people have been marching for 52 years. So, I mean, it, 
basically, we're just going to have to learn how to work together um, as black people, do what we can. You know, I mean, the system is against us. It's not broken. It was created, you know, to oppress us. So, but we are in a better position nowadays because we have option. And that option is to um, look at our the African continent. Um, COVID-19 has exposed racism and poverty in America. If the U.S. government can, af can afford to give $2 trillion to corporations, then the U U.S. government can afford to ensure equal access for black people in health care. Thank God for camera phone and the Internet. As we mourn the death of George Floyd, who was brutally murdered on video for the whole world to see, we continue to demand justice from an unjust system. And again, to me, it doesn't make sense, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, as millions of people across Amer American cities take to the streets and raise their voices in response to the killing of George Floyd and the ongoing problem of police brutality by road cops or race soldiers, the, protest, the protesters need to demand first-degree murder for the killing of George Floyd, Ahmaud Aubrey, and Breonna Taylor. They should also demand the, the abolishment of the police union. The waves of protests across the country represents a legitimate frustration over decades of failed police practices in the United States. The point of protest is to raise public awareness, to put a spotlight on injustice, and to challenge the power that be. The protest is just one aspect. We need to make sure that we have transformative change, such as police reform, community investment in the Black community, and economic reform. Black people as a group are at the bottom economically in Western nations. Don't take my word for it, just do the research. We live in the information age. Google it. On the flip side, looters and outside agitators are destroying property in the black community, which already have limited resources and investment. Um, and it's a distraction from the real issues. It's mayors and county executives that appoint most police chiefs and, and negotiate collective bargaining agreements with police unions. It's district attorneys and state attorneys that decide whether or not to investigate and ultimately charge those involved in police misconduct. Those are all elected positions. The problem is district attorneys act as uh, de facto members for the defense. The congressional black talkers and all these fake activists from the white media is a distraction. Tailoring reforms for each community will require local activists and organizations to do their research and educate fellow citizens in their community on what strategies would work best. We have to put 
in place a zero tolerance for white supremacy, white supremacy violence. That's how you solve police brutality in America. This fight cannot be won by just one or three individuals, no matter how dedicated they are. The global black family are the, the ones who have to understand that this is our responsibility to destroy white supremacy. What makes the civil rights movement effective? As I discuss in my revised book, protesting was part of it. Our grandparents were, were on cold and, and unified. They took economic action against the Montgomery um, bus, bus company, which ended Jim Crow in the South. Black people have been marching and protesting in America for 52 years, begging the financial elites for equal right, rights and protection under the law. Nowadays, this is, and this is our biggest problem. Our people are divided. There is no real unity. There is no um, community code of conduct. And a lot of our people have bought into becoming or they're, they're Americanized which means I got mine, you get yours. And so it seems like the only time um, black people want to get together is during um, march and protests. But after the cameras and the momentum fades, then things return back to the status quo. As a collective group, we as black people don't have a, a long-term solution. Our unification is the only thing that can stand against white supremacy. When I created the, the grassroots community activist movement over 15 years ago, I have, I have explained to my members about the need for us to practice group economics. I've also explained for the need of a code of conduct in the black community. I thought that by me um, writing and publishing my story that my members would take my ideas serious, but Again, that's my book is barely selling. And why is that? Because of this Willie Lynch mentality among our people. Now it's all, everything I wrote about is all coming to pass. I finally made some headway by connecting with like-minded individuals, people such as Sister Renee, as well as um, Evangelist uh, Martha Mumba from uh, Kenya and um, others, I would just say, and others. You know, they're um, working with me the best that they can in terms of sharing my information, and that's cool. I appreciate that. Um, the good news is that um, our 501c3 application has been approved by the IRS. Now me and Sister Renee are working on writing several quarry letters to solicit angel investors and sponsors to, in, to invest 400000 into our film project. And you know if they do that, they're going to want to probably have quote-unquote um, strings attached, so they might want it to be watered down. Now I could try my best to open up um, a GoFundMe but again, you know, I'm looking at the fact that my book is barely, you know, is barely selling. And that's not cool. Not cool at all, because 
Um, all it because things that's currently out there is not working. I'm trying to put my ideas into action, but I just want brave and smart people that's going to be on my management management team to help activate that. That's the biggest problem I'm having. Anyhow, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute, that's going to be the real business. Um, we'll be dedicated to creating films and documentaries, I would say authentic. Um, we're going to have a, a authentic um, black cinema films that highlights um, our experience. We will we will use our voice to tell our stories. The goal of the Grassroots Community Activist Institute is to elevate grassroots activists through funding short films or short-term uh, projects and films, theater, photography, fine arts, music, poetry, literature, sculpture, and dance. We will provide content creators access to our online resources, expand their networks in order to turn their ideas into reality, just like mine. And also the best thing about um, my type of organization, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute, all the things that I went through in terms of trying to get this organization started, what makes this organization different is it's based on my experience. So in other words, um, I'm going to make sure that none of my members will have to endure such, um, I would say, um, disrespect, humiliation for trying to do something positive in the black community. It doesn't make sense at all. And I am going to declare war on this Willie Lynch mentality within the black culture in my business. And my business will be membership based. Um, brothers and sisters that's not interested we're going to uh, pray for those persons. Um, um, show, show, uh, show them tough love and keep it moving. Point blank. Because I don't have another 28 years to waste talking to dead or small-minded individuals that just don't care. I want to bring this organization to Africa where we belong in the first place. But I have to start it here first in America because this is um, where I'm at. Um, credibility. So when I do go to Africa, I don't have to uh, sit up here and give long speeches about what I did in America. People are going to know my work. My work is going to speak for itself. That's why I'm trying my best to reach out to African immigrants here in America to come forth. If I can't get black Americans to come on board to be on my management team, no problem. I'll reach out to African immigrants, um, Afro-Caribbeans, um, Afro-Europeans, Afro-Canadians, um, Afro-Latinas. Those are the persons that I want to reach out to. If I can't get black Americans or African-Americans to be on my management team. So Global Black Family, this is this organization. Um, I claim, even though it's based on my experience, um, it's for our people. But it's geared toward Pacific uh, people that's those that want more out of life. 
rather than for us constantly having to beg other people to work with us and all that stuff when we can't even work together among our own racial group. It's just heartbreaking. Um, we will provide content creators access to our online resources, expand their networks in order to turn their ideas into reality. Um, our work will range from films, live specials, documentaries, music videos, interviews, um, podcasts, and charitable outreach. I ask all of my Christian friends to please continue praying that our film will be fully funded so that I can hire professional film crew such as sound technicians, graphic designers, assistant directors, director of photography, camera assistants, hair and makeup artists, production assistants, and, and most of all, quality actors. I'm also going to hire um, a screenwriter, too, because I just want to make sure that um, this story is going to be told um, and going to be uh, entertaining, too, because, you know, I don't want to, you know, just make something. I'm not just trying to make a film to, for it to be a flop, basically. I want a quality film that can um, rival with uh, Black Panther, so to speak, the Black Panther film. That's just, I'm just speaking it into existence. Um, this film is based on my revised book, The Solution for Black America. The proceeds from the film will put me in a better position financially to hire black middle-class professionals, buy office equipment and purchase property in Chicago and on the African continent. Now, uh, in the book, I was saying that, you know, um, it was my hope that, you know, that book was going to be selling when I first got it pub republished back in uh, 2012, that it was going to get on that bestsellers list. Um, I wanted it to, you know, hopefully uh, have the business in 25 cities. But, you know, I, I mean, I was just trying to think positive and all that stuff. But, I, you know, I have to be uh, realistic. I want to just focus on Chicago at this point in time get it started here. I'm going to turn it over to a qualified person. No. And I want to expand it to the continent. And I want to expand it to hopefully 10 uh, African nations. That's my goal. But um, it's, it's difficult. It's real difficult um, when you um, constantly, you know, this Willie Lynch mess and I, I just want um, black people to see the, uh, my experience um, on film since the book is not um, selling like it should. And I rebuke that. That's why I'm asking my Christian friends, too, to pray that my book will get on that bestsellers list this year. I mean, we have to deal with this COVID-19. That should be a wake up call for black people right there to uh, unite. But anyhow. Everyone that's listening to this uh, podcast, unity belong, uh, begins with me and you. I can't worry about everybody else. So it's up to us. People that's on my friends list, it's up to you. People that's in my social groups. That, that's the whole reason why I created the groups. I'm not on here to be popular 
online. I'm on here to recruit brave and smart people like I've been saying for the past 25, sorry, 28 years. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of frustrating and it's just rough, but, you know, I, I'm going to just do what I can within my power. We need to bring our talents and skills to the continent where we are the majority. We have to be serious about the, reu about the reunification of black people globally. Now, I do want to stress people that's going to be part of the Grassroots Community Activist Institute, our members are going to be screened. Because first and foremost, I do not associate with um, con artists. Um, also, I'm not going to have urban terrorists, pedophiles, hardened criminals. I'm not going to have that in my business. I want people to feel comfortable. A place where they can... Um, just get away from all that unnecessary drama because life is too short to be going through unnecessary drama. My goodness. And I'm going to say this. My business is going to be about when people come through our doors, it's going to have that big sign where it says, peace be still. Because I want this to be a drama-free um, environment. Yes, people can vent and all that stuff. That's fine. But I don't want people to come in there and want to fight each other and be full of hate and all that stuff and hitting agendas. Yeah, I know people are going to have that. And yeah, we might, um, there might be some uh, con artists that might slip through the cracks. But once me and my management team, once we find that out, 